0: This is PBE Daily, Early Mornings and Late Nights Podcast. I am Point Blank Yvombi. This is the morning edition for the 9th of May, 2019. Good morning to you all. Thank you so much for taking the time to plug yourself in and listen to whatever I got to say today. I woke up to something that actually kind of offended me. Uh, The internet service that I'm actually connected to for the house, Uh, the due date was today, and as much as people try to give you this excuse to pay your bill slightly earlier, I hate it when they say, okay, pay your bill earlier you'll get a slightly lower charge and then you're only offering me hundred shillings. I'm like, what's that going to do? It barely scratches the surface. If they told me like 500 shillings would be taken off the amount I'm supposed to pay, hey, I'd be a happy guy. Now, I leave it up to you to make the conversions if you're in a different part of the world. 300 shillings is... Let's just say 100 shillings is approximately the same price as $1. That's, that's rough. I don't know how bad the economy is right now, but I think that's a good approximate to play around with. So we're talking about like $30. I'm fickle. I like getting things for a price that I don't want to really feel like I'm really being punched in the neck when I do it. But anyway, I think this house will pick up in eventually, but it doesn't stop me from putting together something that is audible for you to enjoy. Now this morning as much as i told myself i'll do something light i think the, the heavy stuff is what i've been on lately so i'm gonna keep it a little bit heavy but it all depends on perspective correct correct okay the thing i wanted to talk about today is challenging of self and since i just woke up the, the one daily routine i normally have is i'll wake up turn the machine on go straight to my desk and just sit down, and just ask myself, okay, the different obligations that I put on my notes yesterday, am I going to put a blue highlighter on there or a red highlighter on there? <coughs> Pardon me. The idea is this. I know, I like the idea of highlighters because it just means like that's a job done or a job on hold. So there's an orange highlight instead of red, an orange highlighter I use. For everything I do and finish completely, I put an orange highlighter on it. For anything that I do not do, or a complete, I put a blue highlighter on it, and that it, it immediately tell me, gets me to deal with failure at the moment. My topic right now is about challenging of self. How often do we challenge ourselves to be better? How often do we push ourselves to do things we're scared to do? A few podcasts back, I talked about how I feared touching a certain piece of animation in the Nine to Five because I work in animation and. On that day when I sat in the office, I finally found a way to do it. Yesterday was such a day. I walked into the office in the morning and there's this one piece of animation that I had pending. I finished that one. Prepped another one, jumped onto it. And when I jumped onto it, the question became, okay, the thing that needs to happen here is emotional evocation. Can I make you look at this drawing or this set of drawings and feel something? And I evoke emotion with these different drawings that you're about to see in this piece of animation. So I did what I, def- what I normally do. I prepped how every pose of the character is supposed to be. I laid it out and I played it and it looked convincing. So it's all supposed to happen in the eyes and it's supposed to happen in the way the body moves, how slowly, how quickly. Now that stuff makes makes a short take time but things must be done right. So I accepted that and I was glad about that because it's something I was scared of doing but the challenge was faced and i think i found the capacity in myself to really put it together when i got home in the evening the, the other project that i have there's another page which i, I touched it slightly but then i paused on it and then i said I'd come back to it later and when i came back to it the first action i did was okay we're here now let me let me try get a, a piece of like reference like look at a different drawing that is not yours but it kind of clues into how you could potentially do your own painting in certain corners. Because I, I like mood boards. Mood boards help make things possible for me. Which is why there are certain websites I'm very happy came to life. For example, ArtStation. Is an amazing website for if you're a fan of digital painting and digital art and 3d arts go to that website you will see a lot of amazing work people who've worked on films like the avengers and stuff like that their portfolios are out there they're willing to share it with you another place is instagram these guys are now willing to actually put their stuff up on instagram when i was younger even the internet was just this black hole. You couldn't find a place where you could just bottleneck and find all your musings and all your most amazing artists in one spot. I confess. Initially, when I got on Instagram, the only thing I used to do was look at girls. I confess. it was people watching and looking at girls. But the the more I stay on there and the more I start finding, oh wait, other stuff I'm, I'm curious about I can explore and find. So, I decided to do this and I'm still on it. For every one account of art that would inspire me to perfect my craft, I'll unfollow a certain plus model or, or a certain uh, fly girl. As in, fly is going to be there forever, So, but the art quality that I would like to be a part of, as, as the renaissance of us, certain civilizations crash and then that stuff disappears. So it's only good for you to go back and just pick this stuff up and put it around yourself. But enough about that rabbit when I sit back in the office again this morning, I intend to finish the shot that I prepped yesterday and that I started animating. And the idea of self challenging is a good thing because it literally pushes you over the edge and you have to perfect everything you love. By postponing how soon or how quickly you're supposed to create something, you end up creating this air of comfort, which shouldn't exist, to be honest. You shouldn't be in a position where you tell yourself, I'll just handle it tomorrow, it's going to be fine. It's a very, very bad way of doing things, I think. You have to constantly push yourself to be a force of nature and the only way you can push yourself to be a force of nature is to embrace whenever you fail and whenever you succeed. And my failures and successes are based upon what will I hear from my client based upon what they're looking for. Will I over-impress with what I create? Because if, if a person tells me they want a, a, a drawing in black and white, the question I ask myself first is, okay, will I give them enough detail in the background to make their work stand out? Because th- that actually affected the quality of artwork I created by myself. Because by looking for loopholes or things that um, are lacking in a market that you intend to enter, you become even more valuable to the market itself. For example, and I heard this from, it, it's one of the few times where listening to a, a multimillionaire talk about how they became successful that actually was of value to me. And I'll paraphrase what I heard from these countless um, uh, entrepreneurs. They all said, find a need in a market and be the only guy who can fulfill it. There's no reason to keep it to myself now because I think strength in numbers is a a fact. And I don't want to be hypocritical because just yesterday I said, we should address the hate and whenever you have tough skin, you should actually pull pull people up who have thinner skin. Here's the advice I have for you. For the visual artists out there, if you're curious about art, Quality backgrounds are the way to go. If you make the sets of the drawings look amazing, you will be successful. An, an article that I uh, I read through from the BBC website actually helped me put things in perspective. Artists in the West, by the West I mean America, Europe and all that, they concentrate on the character, the man, the woman. They, the, the center stage is always the character. And so when you look at a... Um, comic books from the States, it's always the strong man on the face, the Ubermensch, they're always on the the, the cover, the guys who are really loud, screaming, coming straight at you. But when you look at comics from the East, and by that I mean Japan, Korea, uh, South Korea, uh, China, the environment is more important to them. Take, for example, a book like Akira. Akira the vivid level to which the author drew the pages it, it literally sometimes just i, I stand in awe and i watch this and i look at that and the challenge becomes will i be able to make such vivid backgrounds with an african ideal and an african setting based upon how my civilization looks at the time Or can i create a civilization that's new i push myself to try get to, as close to the masters as i possibly can and again, we are all auditioning. There's no such thing as masters. But to me, a person that perceives perceive as a master, the question becomes, how did they do that? Or how do I come close enough to make that happen in my work? And I will always keep pushing that envelope. I will always keep pushing the margins. I'll always keep pushing myself to do that. Because challenging yourself just makes things much, much easier. You cannot face the dragon and be afraid to face the dragon if you knew full well. There's a dragon down there. Get up walk straight towards it but have a strategy sometimes the strategy could be born from necessity when you stand there and you're like okay the deadline is here i need to finish this thing when you look at it again practicality will dictate but also i don't force myself to come up with quality art if the idea is not there if the idea is not in place the thing is gonna suck either way challenge yourself to try come up with the best ideas from the moment when you have a clue or a a light bulb go off And when you have that moment, ride that wave for as long as you can. Over the weekend when I was taking downtime from the painting I was supposed to do, I had rough ideas of one of the graphic novels I wanted to write, and I literally sat down and typed up the breakdown for five chapters of a book I intend to put every chapter with 30 pages, and those breakdowns felt like they were going to a perfect flow. Now, granted, I still have the other projects that I have to do, and I have deadlines on those projects. But if your mind has a different idea that needs to get out at a certain time, get it out before you start hating yourself by postponing it. Because I've come to accept this one fact about the universe. An idea will stay with you for a certain amount of time, and then it leaves, and then it goes to someone else. Because it needs to get out, it's just picking the vessels that are going to carry it. Now, that sounds paranoid, but it's, it's helped me kind of see where the world should put itself. Like, what pocket should I play? An idea shouldn't just come to you and then you don't vet it and then write it down. As good or as bad as it sounds, you should vet it and then write it down. There's some ideas I have for books that are born specifically from dreams I've had. And these dreams I've had, I'd like to just take the time to actually now put them into perspective. But I'll put them and put them as thumbnails. So these small thumbnails, I'll come back to them later. But if the thumbnail comes with more paragraphs that could be written, I'll explore it and I'll expound on it. But also, I'm also aware that there's no new ideas under the sun. So I have to ask myself how to make sure that it stays a very, very, very big distance from whatever exists already. If you copy-paste somebody else's work, plagiarism will just make you a weaker person. And for those of my, my peers who are within the continent of Africa, it's, it's no excuse that the audience probably hasn't read that book. You have to think long term the last thing you want is to come up with a piece of work that is so amazing to the people at the current time, and then when you get older you find out, oh yeah, he immediately bit what that other thing was and made it his own, case in point it kind of hurt, and I don't know the inner workings of the copyright laws within it, but when Disney did The Lion King there was already a movie that was done in the east called Kimba the White Lion and there's there's very little or few differences between these two products and no i'm not going to i'm not going to touch on the whole element of the the copyright laws or or anything like that i'm still trying to wrap my head around that as far as how my products are going to be safe around the world and how at least my next of kin are going to be good with what i create so back to the main lecture at hand challenge yourself every few hours or every few days. If it's one thing that you really enjoy, it will pay off tenfold if you get it right. And getting it right is really based upon how you felt the moment you were done. But also be cautious of the people you keep around you when you're challenging yourself because naysayers do exist. I called them haters yesterday, but it gets, when you get into specifics, like the nitty-gritty of all it, all of this It comes back to the people behind you or in front of you, egging you on or trying to make it look like they're egging you on, but their whole purpose is to keep you in a specific place. People like things comfortable. They like people to be at an equal level with one another. There's a TV series called uh, Vikings where the the two brothers, Ragnar Lothbrook and his brother, uh, were having this asking of self like who who will be greater than the other and older brothers firmly believe that they should be greater than the younger brothers but unfortunately we're all given different paths in life we will never be equal maybe your baby brother becomes the most successful person in a certain field with accolades is famous and all this but the question you need to ask yourself is does it stop you from loving him as your brother or does it stop your sister from being loved because she's become more successful than you are? Sibling rivalries are a funny thing. I mean, I look at um, Dr. Dre and his and his half brother um, Warren G. They, they, it seems they have a perfect balance with one another. And, and Dre's not afraid to say like, I didn't, t- I, t- I gave him clues, but other than that, he did him, and he's he's his own man, and he represented for himself, and that was a big thing. I will be coming into music from time to time with the different tidbits of information that I really love about that. And self-challenge, I think the best testament I could give for self-challenge as far as music goes is the life of Andre Young. <laughs> Dr. Dre got into the music industry when he was in his early 20s. He left the, 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 the group of people he was working making music with to make another group and another record label with his close, high, with his close friend. And the, and the close friend is the late Eazy-E and the record label was Ruthless Black Records. They made countless songs, they made tons of money, but they were being swindled as far as their contracts were concerned, but didn't have a way out. Then came Marion, Suge Knight, and Dr. Dre left everything at Ruthless. Just said, I want my freedom to go create, which he did. Then he created Death Row Records with Suge Knight. They created a lot of music, multi-million company in a very, very short time things went sideways he wasn't happy he left leaving everything behind owns none of the stuff that he had created at that time he just left went and created aftermath and aftermath he was his own man he finally learned from his mistakes and he finally found a place where he was the man everything he owns right now is 100 his and he was one of the first producers hip hop producers rappers to hit the billion dollar mark from the products he created and extensions of brands that he actually had. Now, that is a true testament of self-challenge and self-pushing to see how far you could go. He left everything behind. He didn't have sentimental value. He didn't have this egging thing for like, no, if I leave it to them, they're going to destroy it. No, dead all that. He left because he's not afraid to see a new frontier and take over that new frontier. By doing so, by taking a leap of faith and surrounding himself with creative minds who are really curious to really touch on that which he loved, he bettered himself every single time. Challenge yourself to do exactly that. Do not be afraid to close a chapter and open another one. Why are we hoarding these things? Do not hoard. Move on. It takes a while to to let it happen to yourself, but move on. And if you throw yourself in the deep end, Probably you're going to sink, but of course you'll have a lesson on how to swing your hands before you come back up. So that's the morning podcast. I, I know it's a heavy one, but then again, I think we're still in heavy times right now. Things get lighter as time goes by, and I thoroughly enjoy the people who are listening to me on different platforms because we're now on different, like I think we're eight different online platforms or podcatchers thank you so much for every one of you for listening to me you know i know the very few minutes in a day that i put this thing together but the beautiful thing is the more we go the more we grow we're gonna be better every step of the way in the immortal words of eddie griffin I think it ain't illegal yet but they're working on it in an, and in my in the words i believe in and i find they should be immortalized eventually or you should ingrain them in your minds to push yourself further be caesar or be nothing at all God bless. Be good. I will talk to you guys in the evening. Let's see what this day holds for me. I'm Point Blank Evobe. This was the PBE Daily Podcast. Let's see ya.